Lowe's Theaters welcomes you to the exciting world of the movies. Smoking is not permitted in this auditorium. It's the law. Certificates are available at the box office. Thanks for helping us keep the theater clean. As you exit the auditorium, please deposit litter in trash receptacles in the lobby. Please be considerate and don't talk during the show. And you will indeed enjoy the show because we are back on JB's Drive-In Podcast. It is the week before our awesome third anniversary show, Army of Darkness, coming up to you after this. But we have some business to take care of beforehand. We have... Thank you, Jim, for that Chevy inspiring Chase intro. Funny form. Our first Chevy Chase movie, it's been almost three years, and we haven't really covered a whole lot of comedies. No, we haven't. And there's a reason for that, because they're hard, but we figure... And we still haven't after today. <laughs> I think the, <laughs> the, the, big, the big reason we don't cover a lot of comedies is because the comedies that we want to cover, we kind of like. Yeah. And the bigger problem is, is it's, it's really difficult to kind of beat them up. This, on the other hand, was yeah. one that I liked as a kid that I did not like. Did, did not did, hold up. Did, did not hold up. But let's take care of some business let's first. Take some big, so uh, big last week we discussed um, Nicholas Cage's Nicholas classic <laughs> Kiss of Death. Kiss of Death. Was it, did you have any uh, anything you missed on that one? Um, <clears throat> I enjoyed it. I I I I, uh, I think we all enjoyed it. We it's all, on right stars. around seven. It's on stars right now. Stars if you want right to catch now. it, yeah. Uh, I, the only thing I'll say is, I think that we we did paint kind of a rosy picture. It's not a good movie. No, it's it's just a fantastic but, acting. But Nick Cage is just ridiculously is fantastic. Good. I mean, it, he is so magnetic in that role that it's it's hard to not enjoy it. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it would have been better with anyone other than David Caruso. I know that you disagree, Tom, because no, I don't a disagree. CSI Miami fan. I've never seen that show. <laughs> who would you? Who would you? Uh, who would you replace David Caruso with in that role? Yeah, uh, Paul Reiser. I, who do I think would oh, do a better better job? Paul Reiser. A lump of shit on a log <laughs> would have done a better job than David. The Caruso. Old, the David old Caruso. Is a bad actor. He is not a good actor. He played. There's a reason that he only starred in two movies, both of which in our suppository. Suppository. But uh, you you don't have anyone like that would fit that role that you would think ah that guy. I mean, honestly, you could have put in like, you know, you had a young Brad Pitt in there. You had. a, I, I think you kind of had to go with somebody that was still relatively young, and I'm trying to think who was young in in the middle of the 90s. Who could have played this role that David Caruso had that would have made the movie completely different? I would have said Val Kilmer. Of course you would, because we love Val Kilmer. Everybody, you know, they're, they're, it's, or, it's ridiculous. Jimmy's other favorite, Jason Alexander. <laughs> Ha 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 ha! Motherfucker, I hate that guy. Jason Alexander. He blocked me on Twitter. Like 
He bought a blog on Twitter like eight years ago. Really? Was it oh, we, we had, oh my God. Eight years ago or was it like 10? It might have been 10. So, <laughs> so short story, kids. So back in the, the early days of Twitter, like celebrities <laughs> would actually engage with randos off of the Twitter. And yeah, I was a rando. They didn't know the rules back then. Yeah, so it was like, whatever, you know. So Jason Alexander, who is a flaming liberal, was saying some shit, and I posted something. I just responded to something he said, and he made a comment back towards me. It was like a smarmy comment, and I said, you know, I think I said, hold on, like, hold on, I think your two pages ran across my front lawn, and then I was blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I have gotten blocked from some fantastic people. Out there, wow! But I don't, I don't longer use that Twitter account, so I don't. Know. I don't. I haven't been on Twitter in <clears throat> multiple years. But now. we are on JB's Driving Podcast. Well, so that. JB's Driving is resurrected. <sighs> yeah, I gotta find the login credentials. But we are resurrected. <laughs> I don't know the password. We are resurrected. Oh, you better figure that shit out because you need to be on there mm. tweeting. That's like his second job. <laughs> It is a second job nowadays. Do you know the name of the bird on Twitter? Yes. Birdie. Twit. No. Nope. What it's is it? Larry. Larry. Oh. Like Larry Zonka. No, like Larry Bird. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was Larry Zonka. It's funny when we went to Surfside. Uh, we're watching MST3K <laughs> when they were doing... Um, oh, shit. What? What was that one with Rosdauer? Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. I don't know this one. It's like one of my favorite episodes. Uh, Final Sacrifice. Another week of... Final Sacrifice. Another week of not remembering shit. <laughs> Incoherent. It's Friday. It's, it's Friday at it's like... It's Friday. 8.55 when recording. Now, 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 that's sad in itself. 20 years ago, 8.55 on a Friday. I'm just getting back from the gym, getting ready to go out. I'm getting in the shower right now. We're dragging ass because we're old men now. Makes you makes kids. You, makes you want to cry. I mean, yeah, me Ac- actual jobs. I, I went upstairs <laughs> to get like a drink, and of course, all three kids are still fucking doing somersaults off the damn couch. <laughs> Mika's half passed out. White claw half empty. <laughs> They're like fucking American gladiators up there. It's like an episode. It's like, it's like a half episode of Food Network. <laughs> But now it's Food different. Network at home. It's different. <sighs> what are we doing, Paul? I mean, after this episode, we can go to Drink of water. Cancun Canteen if you want. <laughs> can it still exist? <laughs> I don't know. Talk about 20 years ago. I don't know if ago. it does or it doesn't. <laughs> 20 years ago, Cancun Canteen. Well, my biggest thing, I don't go anywhere because I don't fucking drink. It is Urban History Month. And um, no. urban, urban History Month, Latin X. It's week yeah, or Latin something. X. No, but it's also Urban Music History Month or something like that. Oh, is it? So the, that's that's apparently only four percent of Latinos like the phrase Latin X. Is it that many? Yes, that's what they said. Four wow. percent. Latin and Hispanic worse. are different things and shit. You know, people don't understand the the different. They're they're culturally unaware of of the different terminology. Hmm. Maybe it's because they don't give a fuck. Mm. <laughs> Maybe the people who realize this realize they have their own countries. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe yes, it's sir. easier just to call them Latinx so that you can, instead of brown people. Well, Latinx Because, you know, the people who made up Latinx in the first place is just a bunch of racist pieces of shit anyway. Latinx 
is they think it covers like all South Americans, and it's like, is this? No, it does I think they're not. trying to commoditize the name. Then they're just they're like, what, 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 what? How can we brand them? It's all about well, we branding. made fun of Trump for saying Mexicans, <laughs> and we made fun of yeah. Fox News for saying Mexicans. So <clears throat> let's just come up with a term that wraps them all up in a nice little bow. Illegals. Exactly. <laughs> oh, illegals! We can't do that one. Latinx. Back in the 90s, X was cool. Ooh, X's. X's and Z's. Z's. Well, Z is still pretty cool. If you buy like a a, a Lexus or a... Trans or Z. Or any of those other, like an Acura. It's all Z. Dragon Ball Z. I used to call, way back when I used to call it Dragon Dragon Balls. Balls. I'm like, Dragon Balls? No, it's Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, okay, fine. Weirdo. (laughs) Bunch of going up here now. Hard at you. Bunch of assholes. <laughs> All right, so uh, we wrap that up in a bow. Next week is our one third year anniversary. Yeah, we already mentioned that. We also have I know, to. I'm doing that again. The, unfortunately, you mentioned it three times. I want people to remember it's our third year anniversary next there week. There we go. We might have a somebody. Com- I'll actually see if I have some people guest stars. Oh, guest stars who made a small deposit on their bill, so we have to. <laughs> Mention the dickhead. <laughs> Mention the duckpin.com for oh, all of your... No, sir. He paid a portion of his bill, so we have to actually do this right this time. Okay. Please visit the duckpin.com. Articles are swell. For a good read and a good time with Brahm's mom. <laughs> so... Visit the duckpin.com. Oh, no. Oh, what? So, apparently, the chalk session, an ugly episode, was just posted. Welcome to our new video only show. Who? I don't know what this is. Welcome What's to the, the chalk, chalk session. session. The duckpin's newest show where we break down and analyze political mer- commercials. Okay, I'm not even going to. No, no. Wow. Break it out. Break it out, yeah. See, who is he doing this with? Himself. More content like at our sponsor. Like, like sex. He does it with himself. <clears throat> no, he doesn't touch himself. We've we've already, so check out the chalk zone <laughs> on the duckpin.com the chalk website. Is that's what it's called. Isn't that what you call it? The chalk session. But oh, the chalk <laughs> session. I like yours. I better. like chalk zone chalk better. Zone's you better. need to change it to chalk zone because apparently that's better. Chalk zone is better. I, I like agree. that. Or, is, it's JB's chalk, approved. Chalk talk. Chalk talk. <laughs> that's two two sports. Chalk talk. Chalk talk. Chalk session. Hey, Jen. Chalk talk. Chalk talk. <laughs> and this episode commercial was banned because of this reason. <laughs> Let me try to be funny. Talk For talk. all of your comedy needs, check out the chalk talk <laughs> sessions. <laughs> the chalk talk recording. How much You'll, free time do you, you have to have to analyze? You, com- you're like going to get a text and go, what should I change it to? In this commercial, Trump tries to to (laughs) prove to us that he's not a racist piece of shit. Episode number 54. Trump's third. (laughs) Like he had a commercial? Commercial of... Of the week. Of the week. Of (laughs) September 1st, 2015. (laughs) All right, let's go into the movie. Chalk talk. Chalk talk. Yes. So we're doing uh, Duckpin.com. Funny Farm. 
More importantly, Chevy Chase. Now, for those of you who you don't... You know he doesn't even fucking, like, you know, link to us on this piece of shit website? I'm sorry, this great website Wait that we're promoting. You're, you get a good point there. He doesn't. He doesn't even have a link to the JB Drive-In podcast that has given him free... You got a point. You got, That's a very that's good point. That's a good point. That, that's a damn good point. I mean, he's the one who fucked up Red Maryland. Speaking of red, and red. destroyed it completely. He should get on. You should get on the red phone over there and give him a call. I should. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. Omar doesn't like red. What that pathfinder? <laughs> I don't like red. It's my. It's my. What was it? It's not my. It wasn't favorite. What was it? I don't know. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Red's cursed. It's a curse. Omar says curse. All right, fuck this nonsense. <laughs> let's do. Let's review this piece of shit movie. Okay. <laughs> Funny Farm. Here we go. June third, nineteen eighty-eight, opened to five point six million, which was good enough for fourth, fourth place, place that you said week. June, right? June third, nineteen eighty-eight. Oh, I can't wait till you get to the point where all the other movies that were out. Yes, I'll tell you, and I'll give you to you in order, because <gasps> uh, that's the kind of guy I am. It totaled out at twenty-five point five million, which was good enough for fortieth in nineteen eighty-eight. The budget was a whopping nineteen million dollars. So this movie actually made money. Yes, it did. Even though uh, Chevy Chase said in later years that this movie did not make money, it actually did make money slightly, slightly. <sighs> anyway, so. Uh, this movie opened up against Big, which, Ooh. believe it or not, was not the number one movie. Wow. It came in second that week. Wow, that's, imp- that's something. Tom Hanks is big. Yes, Tom Hanks is big. The other movies out that week, in first place, Crocodile Dundee 2. <laughs> Two, the second one. Yes, not even the first one. Crocodile Dundee 2. That was still popular, though. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Crocodile Dundee 2 is famous because of, um, oh, fuck, that comedian. Oh, God damn, my brain doesn't work this time. At Paul Reiser? <laughs> no. Remote control. Yeah, I can't remember anything anymore. Got a funny story. SNL. He was he did the news on SNL for a couple years. Uh, oh, we haven't mentioned the passing of Norm Macdonald, by the way. Well, yeah, we, we will. He we should spend a little bit of time at the end of this episode on yeah. him. And you should really look to look around. He's got his he's got this one joke about Janice. Look it up. It is so worth your time. It the joke is like ten to twelve minutes long. But it's about this woman named Janice who goes missing. And this fucking joke is, I just, it's just the epitome of everything that's Norm MacDonald all put together in one joke. Norm got it. I'll just say that. Norm got life. Well, I mean, Norm, not only did I find him to be a great comedian, and I know everybody's jumping on the bandwagon now that yeah. he's dead. Everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. I, my, my daughter would tell you if she was here that I talked about Norm a lot um, because... I I was one of the few people that actually liked the movie Dirty Work, uh, which everybody apparently suddenly loves. But Dirty Work was a movie that was widely panned. But it, to me, it just 
it hit every fucking cylinder for me. Like it was basically like a Jerky Boys type movie, um, where they're just constantly, where he's constantly fucking people over, and and the, of course the big baddie in that was um, the the same guy from Billy Madison, I believe. Adam Sandler. No, 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 no. The baddie from uh, <laughs> Paul Reiser. Oh, for fuck's sake, dude! <laughs> That's all if we you got. don't know, just yeah. say I don't know. Norm Macdonald was fantastic. You eat shit for breakfast. McDonald that was guy. fantastic because a he spoke the truth, unabashedly the truth, and it confronted you with the truth. Fucking just phenomenal, and and he destroyed the women of the view. I mean, you can't. And he well, destroyed Hillary Clinton and the Clintons, and it was just. Oh, oh my god! And the bravery to oh. when he was okay. So when he was on Saturday Night Live, I was too young to kind of get the joke. Like I just didn't get it. I was I liked uh, Dennis Miller when he was on SNL's uh, yeah. news, um, and when Norm came on, I just didn't get it. Now later on. I've gone back and rewatched a lot of the old SNL news breaks that he did. They're fucking hilarious. Because they're t- they they are a brand of humor. The dry, but it was so dry and so like phenomenally intelligent, witty that you yeah. just I just didn't get it when I was a kid. Yeah, it's phenomenally so intelligent humor. He, you know, he had a cushy job which he would have kept for years. He only ended up doing like one season because. He refused to stop telling jokes about Michael Jackson and O.J. Simpson. And O.J. Simpson happened to be very close friends with the guy, the CEO of NBC at the time. Um, I can't remember who it was now. Was it Les Moonves or was it? Uh, I think Les Moonves. No, I don't think it was. I don't think. I can't it? remember who it was. Um, but it doesn't really matter. He just kept like they literally told him, "Do not do O.J. jokes." Don't make jokes about O.J. Simpson being guilty. And he, every week, would come out with another fucking O.J. Simpson, you know, joke that was just so dry. And, like, you you know what the punchline is going to be. It didn't matter because when he finally gets to that punchline, you still laugh your ass off every fucking time. It's just, like, <laughs> so absurd. Go back. Go online. Look up, you know, look up his old SNL. I know everybody's doing it right now, but it's worth it. He he was brilliant. Um, Norm Macdonald of you. He had a. He was a very religious man. Yeah. He he was a Catholic, um, which to me, I you know, I'm no longer a Catholic. I have respect for people's religions, Um, but he always kind of kept to those values, and at the same time, he had no problem speaking out against things that the church did or he came out and but he would also speak out against the nonsense that would be coming out of the left and 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 everything else i mean he didn't give a shit and that's why his career went the way it did i mean literally he he couldn't get work and then he had his own problems he had drug problems he had drinking problems He got himself clean, then he got drunk again, gamb- and then he got himself clean, gambler. and then he was a gambler. Big like, he gambler. had a huge gambling addiction. Yeah. He was one of those guys that went bankrupt, I think, twice. Yeah, hang out with Artie Lang. What do you expect? And, uh, you know, well, he brought up Artie Lang. He's responsible for Artie Lang's career somewhat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's the one who brought Artie Lang to uh, Howard Stern show. Yep. But um, anyway, Norm, you know, 
spend some time. If you don't know Norm McDonald's comedy, it's worth. If you're listening to this show, you probably do know Norm. Yeah, if comedy. you like us, if I you mean, like Jesus Apollo, Christ, you it's you know, it, 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 we're you know, Carlin esque and Norm McDonald and yes. and those kind of comedians were the ones that we brought were brought up on. And yes, that's kind of where we most manifest. Obviously, not comparing ourselves to them. They are light years beyond us. They're geniuses. We're We're three assholes in a fucking basement. (laughs) So, speaking of which, we have a new change name of the show. Three Three assholes in a basement. (laughs) On the next Chalk Talk. (laughs) (laughs) Why is there so much chalk in here? (laughs) (coughs) I can't breathe with all this fucking chalk in here. What the hell does that even mean? It's about political commercial. What does chalk have to do with know. that? Scott Schaefer said. Perhaps there's a blackboard. Scott Schaefer said. Scott Schaefer said. He's got to hook up with one of them floating tiki bar. <laughs> tiki bar like ships or something. Okay. So essentially it is a. I think it's a tiki bar on a pontoon boat. Which can only fit six people. So you go out and. In I guess a Chesapeake on this floating tiki bar. That doesn't sound with like bar stools and like all a that. Bad idea at all. <laughs> I think to myself. I think to myself. You're all gonna drown. And I'm like. Just had to do a chalk talk. That is the perfect sequel for Jaws. Jesus. Because any asshole that would. Go I was out thinking with Anaconda the whole fucking time. <laughs> floating. Did we watch Lake Placid last night? Oh no. That movie's only an hour and 20 minutes. I'm like, it's over? Yeah. And and like, is that the by. one with Betty White yes. or was she in the sequel? She was in the, she was in the original. I was like, it yeah. goes by just like that. I'm like, that's that's it? That's yeah. the movie? It's not a good movie. Oh, it's terrible. But I love fucking Betty White. Oh. I would still have love. I would still fucking Betty White at this point. Have you? You you probably looked up old pictures of her. Shit, yeah, dude. She's, I loved her. Hot. Wow. She was attractive hot. as shit, wow. dude. And when I said that to somebody, they're like, you're out of your mind. I'm like, no, dude, go back and look at her. She used to be a pinup. She was a pinup model. She was a calendar girl. Look at at her when she was doing the Rosie Vitterer stuff for like World War II. Jesus Christ, she was beautiful. Shit, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I I don't know why I still have a strange, weird attraction to her. She's fucking 90 years old. I don't give a fuck. I mean, they give her shit about wearing that Confederate outfit during the Civil War. (laughs) That needs (laughs) to be overlooked. Civil War. (laughs) You know who looks good at 90? William Shatner. He looks looks, he can leave another 20 years. I don't think I'd fuck him, though. But but see, Patrick Stewart looks like a zombie, and he's 10 years younger. (laughs) He's all all fucking Botox. And someone else is looking like a zombie. Who's fucking... Botox will do you Mr. Potato. (laughs) Mr. Potato. Yeah, our president. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, the potato. Elizabeth Berkeley. Phenomenal. Oh, my... Oh, shit. Yeah, but she does a lot of Botox, too, man. Oh, it doesn't Give her know. another 10 years, and the sags will all <laughs> over go go over the fucking Botox, and she'll look like... Kate Beckinsale. Oh, oh, she's so hot. <laughs> okay, so... Speaking of hot... Thanks for... Uh, what? What's her name? Uh, Madeline Smith, who's in this movie? Really? I thought she was very attractive. She looks oh. like Julia Louis-Dreyfus a little bit. She looks bit. like Anaconda, the snake on Anaconda. 
Her eyes are like wow. on the I, side of her head. She can see out of both sides of her head. Okay, yeah, talk into the microphone. She, can, she can see both. Of <laughs> He's just talking to the room. Yeah. There's no one else down here. There's no one else here. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> Three assholes in a basement. Chevy Chase said this was his favorite movie. Ma- favorite of his movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, because... <laughs> holy shit, dude. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, there's not a lot of people in this movie. No, there's not. Um, I The ones I listed was the director, uh, George Roy Hill... Uh, he did the original Toys in the Attic, 1963. He did Butch Cass and the Sundance Kid. Uh, he's famous for Slaughterhouse Five, which I've never actually seen. Have you seen Slaughterhouse Five? I, I think it's a western. We, everybody's heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, the Sting, and then he got more into comedy with Slapshot, The World According to Garp, mm-hmm. and uh, Funny Farm, and then The Super. I believe it's the. Um, Joe Pesci, The Super, Yeah, I believe. I'm not 100% sure on that because there's a bunch of movies called The Super. Anyway, the uh, Super. Chevy Chase uh, is the lead. Play His character is Andy Farmer. He's married to Elizabeth Farmer, played by Madeline Smith Osborne. Who apparently is Tom's new pinup girl. Yeah, apparently. Jesus, Looks man. Looks like fucking Sepentor from G.I. Joe. Then you had uh, <laughs> Kevin O. Morrison... Who played the sheriff. Oh, shit. He was only in this movie, Sleepless in Seattle, <laughs> and Lightning Jack. We need to do Sleepless in Seattle. There yeah, is a those, movie. those two movies, though, I, I've heard of them. The rest of the movies, except for the super, I've never heard of this director did. Really? Crocodile. The World According to Garp? What? What the hell is that? I don't know. All I know is you You've never heard of Slapshot? No. Okay, it's one of the biggest comedies of the... Crocodile 2. You've never heard of The Sting with Paul Newman? No. All right. Okay. I don't. I, you've never heard of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? No, I've heard of that. Yeah. All right. Jesus Christ. Whoo. Uh, and uh, Toys in the Attic is a novel made into a movie, and then it was remade in the 80s. I love that one. That has a young Buffy the Vampire Slayer in it. Toys, I mean that that that, that is a very interesting series, dude. It's of books. It's very. Oh, gothic. it's a series of books. It's very gothic because I've only seen the one movie. Dude. I didn't even know it was. I knew it was based on a novel, but I didn't ever. The never books knew. are very gothic and very just incestual. I can imagine that it's very. Dude, it's just like. Well, Jesus, he she married her. Brother, and brother, shit. or something, it, dude, and had kids with him. I mean, it's just it's a, it's very, a fucked up dude, movie. As as the novels go on, you're just like, what? well, no, it was his uncle. <clears throat> in the movie, it was her uncle. Yeah, but it was it, her direct uncle, like yeah. her father's brother. Flowers in the attic, or something like that. Anyway, um, so anyway, uh, the only other person I had on here was Mike Starr, who played Crocker, one of the two movers. Yeah. The heavy set one that throws the yes, uh, yes. the thing, and the only reason I put him in there is he's actually a pretty big actor, and he mm-hmm. happened to be in Ed Wood in our suppository, which is also in our he's, suppository. He's good at again, like like uh, Rappaport. He's very good at doing. He has that one role that he plays and, in every and movie. He's good at it, and everyone loves it. And hey, look, if you got something, 
move it, whatever. I mean, here's some of the other movies that guy did because he's been in fucking everything. The Natural, Cat's Eyes. You remember Cat's Eyes? Yes. Uh, the Money Pit. The Money That's Pit. a suppository. I had a my my aunt had a bank that that was made uh, that was branded with the Money Pit. It was a uh, you one of those banks you put in there and you you couldn't get it out unless you. Unless you broke it? Yeah, or unscrewed the bottom. It was really hard to get it out. It wasn't like a typical... Piggy bank. Play on the movie. I didn't get it at the time because it was, what, the late 80s? Right. Yeah, I think it was 86 or 87, something like that. Uh, Who's that girl? And and I thought that was interesting because last week we did did Kiss of Death with Stanley Tucci, and Stanley Tucci was also in Who's That Girl? No shit, really? Yeah, they were both in Who's That Girl, the Madonna movie with uh, uh, The Fly. Interesting. Hmm. Um, so the Funny Farm Punchline, Lean on Me, Collision Course, Uncle Buck. Uncle he Buck. played the, the clown the tr- that showed up drunk. <laughs> um, Born on the Fourth of July, Goodfellas, which we keep saying we're going to do and we never do. Yeah. Miller's Crossing, Billy Bathgate, Free Jack. I mean, it's it's like Where a Jack. Like There's a every fucking movie. movie. There's a fucking movie. Yeah, that was a weird one, dude. And that that had uh, the lead singer of Rolling Stones in it, Keith Richards. That's right. Yeah, it did. It did. It did. It did. Or not Keith Richards. Yeah, Keith Richards. No, Keith Richards is the guitarist. Who's the lead singer? Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger Jesus Christ. Jack, yeah. Jesus. Keith Richards is still alive Keith, now. <laughs> Keith Richards is still alive. Is amazing. The drummer just died, didn't he? Yeah, like a week, two weeks ago. Something I don't know. It was about three, three or four weeks, weeks, weeks ago. Yeah, now. three weeks ago now. Yeah, when we were recording this. Um, let's see. On Deadly Ground, Blown Away, Ed Wood, Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Uh, two If by C, Snake Eyes. That's We got to do that movie. Uh, Summer of Sam, which is the uh, the... The black director did that. Um, Spike Jones. Spike Lee. Spike the, whatever. The only one. Knock around guys. Well, he was the big black director <laughs> at the time. I just couldn't remember. Suicide Kings. Great movie there. Uh, Jersey Girl. Black Dahlia. Black, black Dynamite. Dahlia. Black Dynamite. Black Dahlia. That's a very interesting story. That's an awesome story. And it's a pretty goddamn good movie, also too. Also gothic. Very gothic. In its, in its Kill the Irishman, which was the Netflix movie that just came out not too long ago. Yeah. And Bad Santa too. So he's been in like a shit ton of movies, yeah. like all kind of big name movies. Never really did. He always has side roles. Like he's one of those guys that you see him all the time. And you have absolutely no idea what his name is. It's Mike <laughs> Star. Mike Star. So I I figured I'd give him a couple minutes since he's, he deserves he, it. He deserves it's it. almost the best. It's almost better than being the lead guy because you're like you still get cash. You still get to be in movies. Yet none of the responsibility. <laughs> yeah, if the movie sucks, it's not your fault. You're yeah, just the side guy. mover number two. I mean, it's guy <laughs> <Dying> and bar. <laughs> it's it, and that, but that's you still really get to act it. in Hollywood and get lots yeah. of money. Yep. I mean, I don't at, on this whole list. I don't think he ever had a starring role. No, his name is Mike Star. Well, so I guess you can have, that. have your dinner in there, Paul. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going. Would you what, like what, a minute? No, I don't want. One. What else you got there? Over <laughs> he, there? He went. He went to a restaurant. Just went. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did, man. <laughs> Fuck them and their mints. Dragon boat. Give me those mints. Give me those mints. I can buy chicken and broccoli and then damn mints. Uh, mint. He's like, I'm not even ordering anything. So, um, 
I'll be honest. I didn't spend a lot of time uh, taking notes on this one, mo- mostly because it's a very basic story. It's it's a fish out of water story, which there's a story inside of a story, which is annoying. Um, but uh, basically, Chevy Chase and his wife, uh, he's a reporter, a sports reporter, and yeah. he wants to write the American novel. Yes. So the two of them buy this house out in the country, yes. and they're both city folk living in the country. They yes. don't know anything about the country. Nothing. And then, of course, everybody in the town is a fucking raving lunatic. <laughs> So that doesn't help any. Even the mailman. Yeah, the mailman is an that's, asshole. That's, how, that's like how it is in the country. You know, they find a dead guy in their <laughs> lawn. I mean, every it's one of those stories where everything that could go wrong goes wrong. The dog runs away. The d- <laughs> I love Yellow Dog, dude. <laughs> Yellow, dog. Yellow Dog is fucking awesome. <laughs> he just appears I, I, out of nowhere one time. <laughs> no, that was the other dog, the one that ran away. Oh, yeah, Yellow yeah, Dog yeah. is the one that Doesn't never moves. Shit. You never actually see him move. His tail's in the fucking fire. <laughs> he digs the fire poker and takes it out of the fire and stomps on it. <laughs> okay, but I know we're laughing, but the truth of the matter is is that it's not good. The movie overall is I, not good. But see, I think all that stuff was supposed to be funny. <laughs> but it wasn't. Well, no, the, the 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 dog and the tail thing I thought was funny. Well, you saw the dog move at the end, right? When they were trying to sell the house. Is that the same dog? The only time you see the dog move ah, is when farmer. he finds the bone. He he digs up the body, and oh. he walks in, and he's got the uh, arm in his hand. Okay. And she takes him and drags him in a room and knocks him out with a fucking pan. And then at the end, you see the dog laying there with a bow with a thing on his head. Yep. An ice pack. Uh, here's your mail, Mr. Farmer. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay, so basically, everybody treats them like shit because they're out in the middle of nowhere. Um, you know, and of course, it's a small town, so they don't take well to new people. They don't know strangers, yeah. Um, he gets there and immediately has writer's block for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Then he starts writing, but he ends up writing this mo- this novel called The Big Heist, which is a piece of shit. <laughs> Like his wife, you know, he's supposed to have this nice romantic night with his wife where they go out and it's their honey, not honeymoon, but their uh, anniversary. And his present to his wife is his novel. It's a shitty novel. The first three (laughs) chapters to his novel and hands it to him and makes her read this whole fucking thing. And it's just ridiculously bad. And she's like, she reads the first page. He's like, he's sitting right on top of her. He's like, you didn't laugh. You didn't think that was funny? I mean, it's like it's the most annoying yeah. thing somebody could do. And then, um, you know, she she's, of course, upset because the novel sucks. And she's just like, there's flash forwards and flashbacks. Yeah. And I think they, they even had to flash sideways. and blah. I mean, it, it's that kind of thing. So then the, the whole time, the wife is secretly writing a kid's book about a squirrel, which is named Andy, which is obviously based on her husband. And um, so he gets jealous because her book sells and he can't fucking write anything. Yeah. And then, you know, so they start hating each other because of this and they decide they want to get a divorce, but they're stuck in this fucking house. So they pay the town. They, they tell the town that they'll pay them money if they pretend that they're just like they're on the covers of um, Saturday Evening Posts. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so they put on this whole like, 
you know, show for these people to come out and look at the house. And, and of course, at the end, I'm not, I don't really want to sell the house. I don't want to sell the house either. And I still love each other, and we're going to make out in the fucking kitchen in front of two strangers. And the yellow dog. And, you know, it, it's just, <clears throat> it's sappy, it's crappy, and dawn. I mean, that's really what it is. It's, that's the whole that's fucking the whole movie. movie. That's the whole it, movie. It really is. And the jokes that I found amusing as a kid don't hold up as no. an adult at you're, all. You like, watch it. You're watching it with the remote control. And you're like, actually, <laughs> actually, the funny, I think the funniest joke, just, it just got a chuckle out of me, was when the movers are trying to get to the location. And I think Michael Starr like, rolls down the window and goes, I can't remember. It was like, hey, bud. And he goes, yeah, hey, bud. How'd you know yeah. that was my name? I'm like, <laughs> so, like, that's, that's the funniest line in the whole movie. It is. And he's just, lucky guess. Well, why don't you guess where the town is? Where Redbud is. <laughs> that is great. That is a great line. But like I said before, this is not a comedy. This is a movie that happens to have funny moments. And that's a very, that's a good it's distinction to make. It's supposed to be a comedy. It's supposed to be a comedy, but it's not. It just doesn't hit. Like, it, it, it's more like a it drama, tries honestly. way too fucking hard. And I think the biggest problem is that Andy Farmer, the character Andy Farmer, is not likable. Oh, he's hateable. Uh, he is mm. every negative you can think of. He procrastinates. He totally... I mean, it's basically like he's trying to play uh, Griswold. He's trying to play Griswold, but Griswold's likable. Whereas this Andy Farmer, who's the same character... Yeah. Is not likable. Yeah. I could, I could see if 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 the time lined up. I, when was this movie? Ninety is eighty eight. So if the time lined up, right? Eighty nine was Christmas vacation. Eighty nine was Christmas vacation. Right. Yeah. It was a, yeah. So if the time lined up correctly, because I know this this is a, a little earlier than his than his prime. I think Jim Carrey would have been a better choice if you wanted to make this a comedy, but I think eighty eight was too early for him. Uh, yeah, he was still relatively early in his because I I think um, Ace Ventura was his first real role. Yeah, and was that that was eighty nine, right? That early? I thought it was like ninety. Was like ninety two, two. ninety three. Was it that late? But anyway, but if it you can imagine matter. him in Ace Ventura, that kind, not even that, but like even a little later. Yeah, in that role, I think that would have been. Ace Ventura is in be, our suppository. Because you'd be laughing at, at what he was doing, his his actions, his movement, the way he responds to things. In this role, Chevy's almost playing this as a dramatic role. Not, well, even, not even a comedy, which is a lot different. I think... 94, four, ninety four. Damn, four. Damn, it was that wow. Wow. Yeah, oh, I yeah, didn't think it was late. that late. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't agree with you. I mean, Chevy Chase is, is a hell of a... Um, not prop actor. I, uh, you know, he, he he's a what's it called where you do all the prop falls and that kind of shit. Physical, physical slapstick. comedian, slapstick type actor. I mean, that's what he's done his entire career. Yeah, but he's not as like Jim Carrey. Like I can't even take him seriously. Like I took Chevy Chase was very serious. Like this was almost a dramatic movie for him. Wow, and, I didn't get I, that I didn't, at all. I didn't think he was funny at all. But Jim Carrey, it's it's very hard for me to take him seriously. I mean, in, dude, in, he in anything. How do you not, except for uh, the he majestic, was in a fucking boat? He hit him with a. The majestic with, was 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 
serious, but for Jim Carrey. But anything else, I can't even. Dude, you didn't see that last piece of shit he put out on Showtime. Who, that Jim was Carrey? horrible. Oh, yeah, no. it no. was fucking bad. I mean, he plays I'm like not a big fan kid of show host, and he's like suicidal the whole time. It's it's Ugh. it's fucking horrible. But I didn't think the boat was very funny. I mean, it's not funny because it's it's slapstick, but it doesn't hit. And but I'm sitting there saying that I don't know how you can take him seriously in that. I mean, he's he's on a boat wearing I mean, a, it's, a blue jacket and you know a blue sports jacket, and he's supposed to be fishing. And one of the guys gets hooked in the fucking mouth. Then he turns around. He's trying to. He's sitting there punching him. It doesn't matter. He's punching the guy in the face to knock him out. I mean, how do you take that seriously? Yeah, I don't think it's very funny, though. It's not funny because it doesn't hit. Right. Like, the, 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 it, it's not done well for some reason. It's like that middle like, As area. a kid, I enjoyed it because I was easier to entertain. Mm. But as an adult, there's no fucking way I took that. But to take it as a drama or seriously it's, in any it's way. That it's that middle ground where it's not, it's, it's, I don't know, there need, maybe needs to be a word for that, but it's like not funny but not serious. they call it dramedy drama is that the word they call that's it? what they used to call it oh. dramedies i don't Drama-comedy. know it was in the middle right it was jimmy a, do you is in the middle. do you see that i don't see that i mean it's all to me it seemed like a comedy that doesn't hit i gotta be honest with you guys i have completely tuned out for the past five minutes what the fuck i dude? got a nice buzz going on right now feeling pretty good you made us come here. <laughs> you made us watch this movie. <laughs> you made you picked this piece. I of even shit. started watching the wrong movie at first. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just joking. Because there's one that's an '83. I'm that's jo- a, I'm just about joking, a comedy guys. club. I'm not being serious, guys. I, I listen to every word you guys said. I mean, the I answer hate, is eight. No, no, no. <laughs> I hate Jim Carrey with a passion. I hate that motherfucker. I, I, I know. Stand Jim know. Carrey. So you brought. Jim He's guy. not in this movie. I though. hate. <laughs> well, Tom brought him up. I just I hate the guy and sp- like. I started like having. I just. Do you hate him more now, or did you always hate him? I always hated him. He just, See, I never, I, I never hated him. Marshall Bill, I thought that was all stupid when I was young. I just hate Jim Carrey. I, I think <laughs> he's a, a he's a twit. He's a. He, I just don't like him. I don't like him. I he's bought into it for a little while. That's okay. But you, but Man on the Moon, dude. There's no fucking uh, way. Man, okay, that's a great movie. I will say that that is a fantastic movie. Man on the Moon is a fantastic movie. But as far as Jim Carrey goes, I don't like him. Nah. I just don't like him. I'm not a huge Can't, fan either. He freaking, he freaking dated that one woman off of um, Lauren Holly, who thought From was beautiful. Dumb and Dumber. She's so beautiful at the time. I mm. thought she was hot, and he got yeah. her. It's a shame. Now she looks like a fucking insect. Well, she, well, she was still hot on uh, NCIS. Now she looks like Jen Psaki. She looks like what's her name from Titanic. Do you know, like their faces start freezing, their eyeballs get bigger. They look like a fucking one of them arachnids from Starship Troopers. I don't. You know, it's like it's a shame what happens to these, some of these women. They start looking like fucking insect women. You know, I don't want to see the fly on the TV screen. And then, like this dramedy shit. I don't know the fuck is going on with dramedy shits. Dramedary. He said if there's he wanted an in between <clears throat> comedy and drama and I said dramedy. But that that was just a mute point at the a moot point at that point. Like basically we were asking you uh-huh. if you looked at Chevy Chase's performance as a dramatic performance or a comedic, comedic. Uh, not a comedic, comedic. performance. I, I thought it was a comedic performance I, that just didn't hit. I always equate Chevy Chase to 
comedy because he is always like the quintess. He projects himself, and a lot of comedians are very serious people. They're very. They take themselves seriously. They're very, yeah, they're very. He, Chevy Chase is an asshole. Unfortunately, we don't have enough time in the episode to destroy him. What? Maybe, we are dude. 45 minutes into the episode. We don't have enough time to destroy this motherfucker. Oh, Although dude, I, that's I, the whole reason I flashed. I went through this so quick. Oh, well, what was it? We have 45 we minutes. We through the whole fucking movie in like five minutes. Well, I'm just saying, we have. Four, it's, we already Cause I, don't, I don't think Chevy Chase is very funny at well, all. He's like, he's, he's an asshole. Now, I appreciate some of his shit he says. Like, mm-hmm. for example, this, this little taste of, let me bring up this. I think that he, the problem is, Tom, is there is movies out there that are brilliant with Chevy Chase. Fletch, Fletch, Fletch 2. Fletch is fantastic. Those movies are. Fletch is phenomenal. Great. And those, Fletch 2 those is Those are so sequel. far into my fucking wheelhouse that it's not even funny. A guy who just has one-liner after one-liner, has quick-ass comebacks, which yeah. obviously it's the character, but that is. Chevy probably Chase. close to the way I live my life yeah, and, as and, anything else. And we can't it's just a quick comeback and, and a one-liner, which gets me in trouble almost constantly. You can't discount the vacation movies as well. No, I mean, but I think that they got hard to watch as they went yeah. on. But, you know, the original ones were very good. I mean, I love the first one. Europe was pretty good. It had some parts that were really cheesy. Uh, Christmas is... But I think that's what most people... If you would say Chevy Chase movies, it would be the vacation movie. Yeah. Well, you I have mean. to. I mean, that's what he's mostly known for. But he right. also did a ton of other shit that was good. I mean... And Fletch. I think Fletch in the vacation movies. I think Fletch is, is you, phenomenal. You got, a whole, you got a couple of stories here I want to bring up. Okay. Okay. And I, I happen to find these, these stories funny, and I kind of sympathize with Chevy Chase a little bit. So... Uh, Terry Sweeney, who was the first openly gay cast member in the show's history, called Chase a monster. The what, reason being what, is what because... What shows this? SNL. SNL. Okay. Because he was the star of the first season of SNL back in 75? Yes, yeah, 75. 75. He only lasted one year. Yeah. So, according to he Sweeney... He was replaced by Bill Murray the following year. He was phenomenal. Yeah. Now, now he's funny. Uh, according to Sweeney, we might do Scrooge, and we could talk about Bill we Murray. We did Scrooge. Didn't oh, yeah. we? Oh, I always think we did, but we never did. Because <laughs> we keep talking about doing it, but we don't do it it's because great, it's, it's just going to be a love It's fest. a phenomenal movie, and Bill Murray's fantastic. So We Todd, have to figure out a way to destroy it because I don't know We how. can't destroy it. There's no way we can destroy it. There is it. movies we do that we like, but most of them we destroy. We destroy. Right? So, Todd, so Todd, Terry Sweeney, who's the first openly gay character on the show's history, called Chase a monster mm-hmm. because, according to Sweeney, Chase pitched a sketch where Sweeney would have AIDS and get weighed every week. <laughs> that's, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> it doesn't really compute at all because 1975, they wouldn't have been talking about AIDS. So that doesn't sound like something yeah, that's real. No, that doesn't. But it's, that's kind of funny. That's... That's, what, six years early at least? Yeah. <laughs> it's an eternity. I, th- I thought that was that was interesting. Um, that sounds like a made-up story after the fact. <sighs> yeah. So, so, another time, uh, Chase hosted uh, SNL in 97. Uh, he, he upset Will Ferrell, who's a fruitcake. Will Ferrell said he was the worst host uh, ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ferrell admitted to live from New York... Um, 
that he was just going around the different locker rooms busting on people. Uh, first, it was on guys playfully making fun until when he got to one of the female writers, he made some reference like, maybe you can give me a hand job later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it's fucking funny. Anyway, Chevy Chase is, a, is an asshole. There's lots of stories out there you can read about Chevy Chase. I think we're going to do another Chevy we Chase do. movie we, we do. very soon, and we're going to devote yeah. some time to really digging into what a piece of shit he, he is. He is a piece of shit. He is a piece of shit. In all He's on. a piece of shit that, that made some brilliant movies. Fletch was a brilliant movie. Fucking his role in Caddyshack is He's great. A, yeah, and, and it's how big of an ego he has. Was he in the second Caddyshack? Yes. Oh, he was? Yeah. Who was missing in the second Caddyshack? Then? Uh, Bill Murray Bill was Murray, replaced right. by Dan Aykroyd. That's right. But he was a but Chase was a bit role in, in Caddyshack too. Yeah, he was kind of a bit role in both movies. Um, he was a little more involved in the first one than he was yeah. the second one. You got a paycheck in the second one, more or less. It was he. They brought him in to to get some press for the movie because yeah. it was going to suck. They you know they lost Roddy Rodney and they replaced Rodney with fucking um, that sh- that short ass comic. Um, God damn it! What is his fucking name? He's dead now. I think I can't for the life of me. I can't remember his name. He's in Three Amigos. Forgot about Three Amigos. Oh, I have a list. Spies like us. Those were all movies I love. The Couch Trip I love, but he only has a bit role in that. Uh, he's in uh, Dirty Work. He yeah. plays the doctor in Dirty Work that uh, has to see the you know what. This week we were talking about Norm. Um, that was basically the only Norm McDonald movie that he starred in, mm-hmm. and uh, he had Artie Lang was his best friend, which he didn't realize was actually his brother because Artie's father had banged his mother, so they were actually brothers the whole time. And uh, Artie gets pissed off about that, but. Like, the whole time, he keeps telling them these stories. It, it's Ed Asner, I think. Asner, and he yeah. keeps fucking telling them stories about banging his mom and, and you know, oh, that was lust and that kind of shit. It's really good. And um, Chevy is the doctor who needs to save his life, but the only way he'll do it is if he can get 20 grand that he owes his bookie. And it's like, if you can come up with the 20 grand that I owe my bookie or the 50 grand that I owe my bookie... Mm-hmm then I, I, I can do the surgery. If not, he's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know. You have to watch it. Have to watch but it's, it. it's fucking... He's good in that. Like, the roles that he does, he's usually pretty goddamn good. Well, he's a douchebag in real life. And we'll have, yeah. to, we'll have to do another... I mean, there's, there's plenty of stories. We'll do Fletch. We'll do Fletch or something like that. I know that. you're not a fan of... Well, it's probably a good time to bring up the Kevin Smith stories. Because Kevin Smith was supposed to do a third Fletch called Fletch Lives, where it was supposed to be when Fletch was younger. And Fletch, they wanted Chevy Chase to come in and do the the voiceover like he did for the other movies. And Jason Lee was going to play a young Fletch, like when he his very first story. I thought it was going to be a brilliant fucking idea. It sounded like a great movie, but Chevy Chase was such an asshole. That it didn't end up happening, well, but we can get into that story a little bit more. Okay, we'll do that next. We'll do the next chat. We'll do Christmas Vacation. 
It's Christmas too. So we had a Scrooge and Christmas vacation. There you go. All right, we'll figure it out. Two but anyway, we picked out for this Christmas. <sighs> yeah, I, I think that's a good. So, uh, idea. Yeah. So let's let's wrap this piece we of shit up in a bow. Pick out a pick out a shitty Christmas Carol movie. Those two movies and one last Christmas movie. There you go. That's it. Sounds good. We're putting it together. Yeah, right on the air instead of, you know, actually doing the show. So, um, thank you for suffering through this episode. <laughs> we talked about Norman We Cone. talked about fucking everything except for Funny Farm, the movie. That's okay. But. That's what we do, folks. Funny Farm is not worth that much time. What do you give a point? I'll be honest. I would not watch this again anytime soon. No, it's not worth it. Um, I'm going to give this a two. Everybody's going to give this a two. I, I think everybody's going to this, too. I think this is one of Chevy Chase's worst movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, not including Vegas Vacation, of course. That's a shitty movie. That's a terrible <laughs> That's movie. so bad. Uh, and he's got a couple stinkers out there, but um, Cops and Robertsons Ugh. comes to mind. That one was a piece of shit. Ugh. Anyway, uh, the um, I wish there was something else I could say. I mean, I think... The the prop falls and the co- that kind of slapstick comedy that was there when I was a kid doesn't hold up as an adult, whereas a lot of other times when there's that kind of slapstick comedy, it holds up for me. Um, he doesn't have those catchy one-line, one-liners that he does in a lot of his other movies. This movie, he's very short and, like, it's... T- tame. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if tame is the right word because it's kind of like he's not sharp. It's 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 a you know, it's like cutting a steak with a with a butter knife. That's that's the best description I can fucking come up with because it's he usually you watch a Chevy Chase movie, they cut off those one-liners like nothing and he's always got a nice comeback and even when he's you know, well, that's why I called this movie a movie with funny moments not a comedy because a comedy your a- your aim is to produce a movie that you're just laughing and it's great and it's and it has nothing to do with anything i mean the plot doesn't really matter it's just it's your your it's your laugh you're having yeah. a great time this one you're kind of interested in what 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 is going on i don't think you really and get interested in it i'm not as at a, like a one one to ten you're like Maybe a four or five, but it, everything in the, this movie is like a four or five. You're like sort of interested. It's kind of has funny moments. You're you're huh. kind of like this character, but nothing goes to a ten where you're like, oh, this is the best. Okay. Well, yeah, what do you give this movie? Like a four. I enjoyed. Uh, so you enjoyed it twice as much as I did. Statistically, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> the if you I, want to get into the numbers, they're of it. going to play our numbers. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think it was well shot. I think the everyone did a good job. I I like. I the don't end. even think it was well shot. I think that if you watch the movie, there are plenty of scenes where it's just kind of fuzzy. Like sometimes when you watch a movie on cable, there's like scenes where it gets fuzzy and shit. Like this one, when I actually watched it, it looked fuzzy. Now, granted, it's an older movie, and I'm sure if it, they did a Blu-ray redo of it, it would be a little sharper. I mean, I'm not comparing it to 2021 movies. I'm talking about like for the for the era. Like, yeah, it, it looked like every other typical late '80s movie. The I don't know. I, I kind of like the end where they made everything like normal Rockwell, except for the sheriff who still doesn't know how to drive. But the I I, <laughs> I thought that was that was nice. Uh, 
I, I like the uh, the guys, the, the what were they called? Anyway, the couple that was going to buy the house, they were like, you'll be hearing from our lawyer. I'm like, you know, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have a contract, asshole. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, I, I don't know. I thought it was entertaining, but it, it was if you go into this movie, think it's going to be funny, you're not going to like it. No, if you go into this movie thinking that's going to have several funny moments peppered in here and there, okay, you'll enjoy it. That's that's really. I don't it's even at. think it's that funny. I mean, the the red dog running away is funny. <laughs> Yellow dog's tail like sitting in the fire is funny. Yeah. Uh, his overreaction, which is supposed to be funny in most situations, just doesn't hit. Like I, his overreaction in the night where they're like having their honeymoon and he throws the book in the fire. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. funny. The when he's rolling a big rock up the hill to hit the yeah, the funny. mailman. That's not it's funny. not it's, fucking it's, funny. It's, it's it, they find a dead body in the back, so they dig it up and give him a big bill. That really doesn't hit. That's not funny. Then of course he doesn't want to pay the bills, so they put the dead body back in the fucking ground. That's that's not funny. Not funny. Like it's just it's it's a sesh, it, It's supposed to be funny. But because you don't like, I think it really boils down. You don't like Andy Farmer. No, you don't. He is not yeah, likable. There's nothing that he does that. I mean, at the very end, he's redeemed because he, of course, gets over. And you know that the wife loves him, but it doesn't come through. Well, even the be- even the right the beginning where the movers the get acting. there, right? And the and 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 he, th- you know, the mover throws his chair into the lake there, or the yeah. little pond. You're supposed to think that's funny. You're like. No, he was just an asshole to that guy. He was a total <laughs> ass. <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. he you know deserves what, that. What, what the funniest about? parts with the fucking the movers is when they pass him on the highway, and he's just like, "Who the fuck was that guy?" And then when they they talk to Bud, and he's just like, <laughs> that, guy, "That that was, was funny. the funniest part in the movie." He's just like, "Yeah, if you can, why don't you just guess where Bread Bud is then?" <laughs> okay. And then, but his delivery was great because his face is like, "And I, I will say." I will say when they go on the bridge, and then they do the bridge. The bridge collapsing under them is 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 okay. But when they get back onto the road and they just watch slowly watch the bridge <laughs> collapse in front of them, that's pretty fucking. Well, funny. there was a little bit funny line where where My- Michael's guys uh, uh you know, have faith and uh, forefathers craftsmanship. It's like in the black guys. Hey, my forefathers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's kind of funny too. There's yeah. two okay, two lines. But like I said, I'm I wasn't expecting this to be like, oh my god, I'm gonna laugh my ass off. And it was it was okay. Like I said, four is not great. Mm. Well, I went with a two, but maybe. it is marginally I'm entertaining. I'm gonna go with a two and a half. Okay. I mean two, two and a half. I don't give it. I just it just doesn't hold up. <laughs> yeah, I I really wouldn't wish it. They, there are so many other Chevy Chase Fletch, movies to watch. Fletch. If you want to watch something, watch Fletch. Watch or Fletch. Fucking Fletch two. Vacation. Uh, any of the vacation? Well, the earlier vacation movies. Yeah. I wouldn't even watch that newer one. Uh, they had another vacation that came out that had Andy from The Office as oh, yeah, the main star, and Chevy Chase sucks. comes back for that too. Mm. Um, that's just nonsense. Um, I don't know, man. I know that Vegas vacation sucked. Oh, it's horrible. But we're going to cover Christmas vacation a couple of months. I think it's mostly the writing. I think yeah. the writing is what, you know, he delivers one-liners extremely well. So you, if you get a good writer, then it works. And the Fletch books, uh, the Fletch movies were supposedly based on 
novels. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that. what the novels are. It, maybe a casting instead of Chevy Chase. Maybe it would be someone who's not a comedian put into semi-comedic situations. Maybe then think, it would be more funny. I think, the pro- like I said, the problem is, is you don't like Andy Farmer and the writing is really not there. I well, I agree. I, mean, I agree with you with A. I mean, he's not. You don't give a shit. No, no. And, and when he, you know, when his wife has a success, he shits on her. When he, uh, you know, when he has to deal with the the guy from the 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 company, the 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 novel company. Yeah, his publisher. He, yeah, the public. Oh, thank you, his publisher. He gives his Who's, wife's that novel. guy. That guy is is like he is that guy. He's one of those actors, right? Yeah, he's yeah, that yeah. guy in every movie, which is which is fantastic. But he's, I can't remember his name, but you know, I couldn't tell you either. Just like Michael Starr, who we'll always remember because uh, we mentioned him. The, anyway, you know, so he'll always be there. I'm sorry. No, it's okay, man. I think we're just kind of we got an hour hour in, so we're good. So uh, next week we'll be back for our third year anniversary show. Yeah, Army of Darkness, and there's you know stories behind that yeah. that we'll get into. It may end up being a double episode. We're not really sure at this yeah, point. Yeah, might and might. Celebrating uh, the, the, the show. Huh? Who knows? No, well, the, the thing is, is that it's a very <laughs> short movie. The movie itself is only like an hour and 20 minutes or an hour and 15 minutes long. But somehow making a two-hour uh, episode on an hour and 20 minute long movie just sounds like fun to me. Sounds like fun to me, too. So, all right. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us again this week. Uh, you know, let your friends know. Let everybody yes. know. We need – I know our numbers are slightly up they again, awesome which is good. Uh, but, you know, which means that you guys are letting it be There's known that we're out there. No, seriously, fucking run, like email. Like, and what's our Twitter account? JB's driving. <laughs> That's going to be reinvigorated. Yeah. It, it already has been. Yeah. That's right. It has been. It's, we it's haven't been. talked about it in three years, so, yeah. We've we've commented on it twice in two weeks. Oh, and the duckpin.com who, you know, they paid us this week. So chalk, chalk zone. Check it out. The chalk zone. <laughs> the, the the chalk talk. Chalk zone. Chalk Chalk, chalk whatever. Anyway. Anyway, we'll, we will be back next week for our thirty anniversary show, Army Darkness. Bye bye now.